1: We have joining us today to talk everything Grammys is John Bream, longtime music critic for the Star Tribune. Hi, John. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Long time uh, no chat. Yeah, long time no chat. Good it's to talk been a to while, you. Yeah. It's It's been a while. Um, I know Julie and I absolutely loved last night's Grammys. Um, so fun. So fun. Uh, did you have the same opinion?
2: I think it was one of the better Grammys. They had a lot of uh, exciting performances. I didn't agree with the Ollie Awards. Does anyone ever agree with you no. Know, no. the winners?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it was a very entertaining show. It was fast-paced, a uh, lot of high points and very few low points. I,
1: I know. So what, what,
2: considering it's a three-and-a-half-hour show, it was pretty exciting. It,
1: it really was, and Trevor Noah is was really an excellent host again.
2: Except he says "amazing" too many times, just
1: like
0: James
2: Corden says "brilliant" too many times.
1: See, these are the things that a good critic knows. We say "uh huh" uh -huh, all the time. (laughs) So, okay, so John, what were some of your favorite performances or moments of the Grammys?
2: Uh, Can we start with Billie Eilish? Yes. Start with Billie Eilish. I'm just so taken by her. Her her concert at uh, XL a few weeks ago was. One of the all-time best concerts I've seen. Really? um, For, you know, basically being one person on stage, um, just mesmerizing, mesmerizing an arena. And she did it again last night on the Grammys. You know, I'm Happier Than Ever is a song that starts out slow and then it explodes. And she started, you know, the slow part in this weird setup of an upside-down living room that had, like, a foot of water in it, and mm-hmm. she's walking around in the water, and then she goes to the top of the, the, the roof of the room, so to speak, and her brother is there with his amazing electric guitar, Phineas, just wailing on guitar. Um, it was a really exciting moment, I thought. And equally exciting by the other youngster, Olivia Rodrigo, oh. you know, crying in her Mercedes <laughs> about, uh, you know, losing that guy to... That other woman, right? That other
1: right. gal, that <laughs> other girl. No, that was really both of those. I was because I thought I, I wasn't like the Billie Eilish and her brother at the Oscars. I, I hated that that song won, but the Oscar loves, you know, um, Bond movies. But that was so exciting. I mm-hmm. thought if that's what she's doing in concert, no wonder everyone is going so crazy for her.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's just so real and so natural. And there's no affectations. I mean, if you want to talk affectations, you know, Silk Sonic takes the cake last night. I mean, so you, what they did, you know, when they were the way they were acting and like we're too cool for school. Yeah. Um, Maybe that was part of the 70s vibe. But were they super fly or what? But can't figure out what they were trying to channel there.
0: Well, they dress like that since they've been doing Silk Sonic, I think. And I think for them, I thought they were buzzed. <laughs> I mean, I really thought at the end I thought he's wasted. Both Bruno but and Anderson. I thought they kinda of were buzzed. Four for four, take it home, Nate to break. Light up a buzz. I mean, I, mean yeah. I really thought they were kinda of drunk.
2: It could be. I mean, you know, when you when you get in those that kind of golden globes vibe of people sitting at tables like yeah. that. Um, maybe there is a little more drinking going on. Yeah. I don't know. Um,
1: John, what is the difference? Because Silk Sonic um, got both record and song of the year. What is the difference between record of the year and song of the year?
2: Well, Song is a songwriter's award. It's just for the songwriting. You know, the Grammys are supposedly about craft.
1: Okay. And
2: so this is a songwriter's award. Record of the Year is sort of like saying the best single of the year. Okay. So it's for the record and the way the record comes out, not just for the songwriting. But oftentimes the same song and record are the winners in the same year.
1: Which they were this year for Leave the Door Open.
2: Yeah, and Bruno has... has, uh, one uh, song of the year now, three times.
1: He has. I, 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 I really think, love that I love he that was song, channeling though. that I hope now, Prom, that <laughs> young men will wear the ruffled shirt, which was so prevalent in the 70s and <laughs> early 80s. <laughs> you
2: and, know, and the big collars. We the, like the, it. Yeah.
1: I love it. The big collar. I'm not sure about Anderson .Paak's Ike Turner bowl cut.
2: You didn't like
1: that wig? Oh, no, it made you, me laugh. Yeah, it made yeah. me laugh. It was very 70s. Well, um, do you have any was other... Is a homage like,
2: to Ike, you think?
1: Well, that's who it reminded me of.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
1: Yeah. How about, um, I really, really thought that Butter... Um, BTS? Yeah, BTS. That performance was just really fun.
2: They do an amazing job with choreography. They're very ambitious. Mm -hmm. They're great dancers. I'm not sure if they can ever sing live. Um, They're charming guys. I've seen them so many times on TV. Mm -hmm. English is getting better. And, uh, you know, they're smooth as butter when it comes to performing. The the little bit with sitting next to um, Olivia Rodrigo at the beginning with the guy flirting with her and the whole James Bond and magic tricks and all sorts of things. It it, it was a... uh, well choreographed number. Yeah, like can dance boy. Yeah.
1: Oh no, kidding! They really can, and I like that they kind of did the James Bond sort of thing because <clears throat> the one kid had a broken—I don't know if he had a broken wrist—and that's why he was in the control the control room. But I did wonder if they were lip syncing.
2: Uh, I think I would bet on that. Yes.
0: <laughs> you would? Were you were you so happy for John Baptiste?
2: Um, I'm happy that he won some awards. I think he's a great talent. I don't think that album is the album of the year. Um, it, you know, it, it, there's nothing out of the ordinary about it. I mean, he takes a lot of different styles and, and melds them together and it's exciting and there's some great songs on there, but I just didn't think it was the most complete album statement. I think, um, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour was far and away the, the best, Album of the
1: year. Yeah, the betting money good. was on Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Well, John, we want you to stay with us because we're not done talking Grammys. Um, John Bream from the Star Room will be right back with some more Grammys talk. Well, John Bream, we were screaming in our living room when we saw a glimpse of Lenny Car- uh, Kravitz in his chainmail top and his leather pants, and then even more when he came on stage. He was our best dressed.
2: He was uh, very exciting, it, and. You know, in the past, when Ken Ehrlich was the uh, the producer of the Grammys, they were always doing these um, collaborations between artists that didn't seem to go together. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new regime, uh, Ben Winston and the folks that do the James Corden show, they're not as big on these collaborations of, between people of different generations. But her lit it up when she first played with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. Then with Travis Barker on drums. And then finally on Lenny. Um, It it was pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. It was good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it it really was. What did you think of... um, We just love him. We adored him. He was our second best uh, dress man on the red carpet. But little Nas X, he sure brings the uh, energy.
2: Yeah, I was a little surprised in his performance. Usually he's a lot more provocative um, and this seemed a little tame for him. But, you know, if you listen to the words and, and what he does, he certainly uh, twists the knife in the in the conservative people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. he. I guess pe- apparently CBS was getting people, oh, all the crotch grabs. And I thought, geez, all the times we've seen the um, slap in the face by Will Smith and, you know, nipples are banned on Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry. Some of the pearl clutching seems like just... Ridiculous to me.
2: Yeah, and we believe uh, Justin Bieber when he's talking about where he's getting his weed and his peaches. Yeah, yeah. what under- was that? I understand that. Right. But we don't believe Doja Cat or Julia when they say they have to pee. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that- actually she, uh, Doja Cat said piss. Yes. And they, they allowed that on the air.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It is interesting. How about um, Lady Gaga? What did you think? I, I thought we really thought she poured her heart into Her, you know, the Cole Porter and her performance.
2: Um, I'm a little disappointed in Lady Gaga, to be honest. And I watched the Tony Bennett special with her Mm -hmm. uh, late last year on their last show there at uh, Radio City Music Hall. I think she oversells it. I think she gets too excited and doesn't need to do all the vamping and you know trying to dance and all of that stuff just deliver the song she's a great singer
1: she is You know
2: she she can do it without all the uh the extra histrionics I think
1: yeah well I guess she I did, did like that she, she did. helped um who'd she help with the dress when she was uh says she, she, uh,
0: yeah she
2: did, walking up there with uh, crutches yeah that that was you know she she's a very kind person I she mean is. she's been very um doting on, on Tony Bennett and you know in the Ever since they worked together, but in the recent years when he's had his issues with with Alzheimer's and other things. Right. And and she was very sweet to help SZA up on stage.
1: And Liza Minnelli
0: at the Oscars when Liza seemed confused. Good point. Yeah. Okay, um, Julia. You want her
2: as your sister. Yeah, right. You (laughs)
0: do want her as your sister. Okay. So, John, we didn't have you on when we heard about the legal standoff between Prince's Estate and Morris Day in the Time. Yes. Yes. So the question is... What the hell's going on? What the hell's going on, and is is that... Would Prince be rolling over?
2: Oh, you know, with Prince, it it depended on which day it was. Okay. The wind was blowing. Okay. But um, it's a case of, you know, misunderstanding and miscommunication and, you know, them telling... Or Morris hearing one thing and he's feeling another... Um, and and I think they just need to talk it out. And you know, his his reaction might have been premature, mm-hmm. but you know, it's well founded. I mean, he he feels that he's used that name <laughs> for years and years without having to pay for it. Right. And now the estate is making some kind of request to get some money from him. I don't know how the money works. I've I've read various different things on the internet, and um, so we don't know. You know the exact story and Morris hasn't really come out and uh, given the full details. I I think it's still in the negotiating stage. Nowadays, everyone likes to um, prematurely negotiate in the social media. And years ago, they used to negotiate in the press, especially when you'd see, uh, you know, baseball players and other athletes trying to renegotiate contracts. Mm They go to the press. Now they do it themselves where they can control the conversation and put it in social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Got it. All right. Because it, it just seemed like it came out, and then we've heard nothing about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, have you trademarked Lori and Julia? Twice. Twice. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and so is Hubbard. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so have you
2: trademarked it, or is Hubbard trademarked
0: it We both uh, have. To get into
2: your business. But right. You know, it's, it's yeah, but, but you're so things. right. You know, we know in the our... The difference c- between the individual yep. and the corporate entity, yep. so to speak.
0: Yep. Yep. You're right. That's thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, um, John. Okay, so we feel like every other
1: day we're hearing about an exciting show that's um, happening this or summer. Come this summer, this summer, whatever. Is there uh, are there any shows that if people are thinking they want to go, you think they better get buying their tickets?
2: Well, I think they just announced the Doobie Brothers today coming to. Uh Treasure Island Casino on September 16th, outdoor show. Now, that might be a little late in the season for um, people to be outdoor shows, especially for older people. But, uh, you know, we didn't get Michael McDonald last year at the fair, but hopefully he's going to be OK. No COVID issues. Mm-hmm. And, and this will be a chance to see him with the doobies once again, which we haven't seen for more than 25 years.
0: I think that'd be a blast.
2: So I, I think mm-hmm. that that's one where uh, people should definitely get their tickets. Huh. Um, But, you know, a lot of these other shows just sold out instantly. You get like Olivia Rodrigo's here uh, next week. And, um, you know, she's playing the armory when she easily probably could have played two arena shows. But she wanted to start modestly. Yeah. You've got got to crawl before you walk.
0: Think about the composure. You know, you're talking about how much you love Billie Eilish's performance and how... She captivated when she was here in concert. I Just think about these young people in front of all those people and being oh, up I, on stage. Is I, so I would wonderful. be loving
1: to go to Olivia Rodrigo. I, I love every song on that album. I really think she I was, was before, she, I'm 14 inside, John.
2: When you listen to that album, you become 16 again. Yeah. You it's, absolutely become 16, and, and you can relate to it. And I, I think... Uh, other than t- Taylor Swift, no one has really done such a magnificent job writing from a teen perspective on what it's like to be a teen when she's actually a teen. You know, right. she's the same age as her her fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's she's true. Good. That's true. How about what did you make? Uh, have we ever seen at the Grammys? So last night I thought it was very moving, and I know Julian Grant did too, and probably anyone, but when President uh, Zelensky from Ukraine made an appearance at last night's Grammy. Have we ever seen anything like that?
2: Well, not from a foreign country like that. We, we've we seen, you know, presidents of the United States um, come have. on and give speeches okay. and talk about the importance of music or blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. um, we've never really seen something as overtly political as that. And mm-hmm. I, I think it was... Uh, it was a very poignant moment, mm-hmm. and f- following up with John Legend, and to be honest, I get a little tired of John Legend being the go-to guy on yeah. every reward show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, I think his version of "Free" um, was really effective, especially when he had three Ukrainian artists accompany him—a a woman on a stringed instrument, to, which I don't know how to pronounce what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then they had a singer who sang in Ukrainian, and then they had a, a, a poet recite the Lord's Prayer in English. I, I, it was a very moving and poignant moment. Yeah. And, and I thought it was on point. It was tastefully done and, and worth doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's our question for you. If you're just joining us, we're talking with John Bream, um, one of the oldest, not age wise, longest, longest running, that's it, longest running, he is the music, longest running critics, music critic in, um, in the country. Um, do you. Why don't you go to
2: the Grammys? Did you just not want to go? Or... Um, it's been a budget thing for years. Okay. And um, frankly, sometimes, you know, first of all, I don't, I'm sitting backstage, so I'm not in the Grammys.
1: Okay. So like I said, you're trying
2: to juggle three things at once. You're trying to write your story, watch the show itself, and then interview people as they come back. Right. And now through the magic of a computer and all that, you can do all that stuff. Right. You know, I, I, could, I could still ask questions backstage if I wanted to. The right. problem is nowadays they've become, uh, everything is so truncated. They come back and they say, okay, we'll take three questions. Yeah. Right. Well, In the old days, you know, they might be back there for 15 minutes. Now you get about three minutes with mm. the artist. Right. So and really one of the questions um, very, uh, is from, yeah, to, right. To send me there to get quotes, I can get the same quotes listening on my computer.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Don't don't tell our bosses. Yeah, that. don't tell our bosses uh, <laughs> that. Well, this you can't
2: get the red carpet.
0: That's true. You can't.
2: You can't get those quotes off the red carpet that you want. That, and, that, um, that's right. You know, every award show handles things differently.
1: You know, we and
2: also in the past mm-hmm. I used to be able to get access to artists who might be coming to Minneapolis, like you could get a half hour with them or go to a, a Grammy rehearsal or whatever and, and get. 15, 20 minutes with them. Nowadays, everything is so difficult.
1: Yeah. You know what? We were between, delighted. Between
2: COVID and security mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. Uh, they just don't have time for you.
1: Yeah, they don't. And those publicists are so mean. They just drag you away. <laughs> they are. They just drag them away. But we were delighted to see Brandi Carlisle perform. I watched a little bit of the music cares that they have with Joni Mitchell. And it was great, great to see Joni Mitchell up on stage.
2: Yeah, that, that was a very inspiring moment. Even though she's obviously, um, you know, not in great great health. Right. She had a brain aneurysm a few years ago, and she's still recovering. But it, it was just reassuring to to see such a a great artistic force um, up in front of her peers getting so much love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really she was. was. Up
2: there with Bonnie Raitt.
1: I know that was great to see Bonnie a- anyway. Well, John, we really appreciate your time. We know you're probably going to be, is there going to be a, you know, like big, do you guys have big plans for Prince coverage coming up here? Or is it going to be maybe not so much? Cause it's been whatever, six years.
2: Yeah. I, I think we're going to kind of go low key. this Okay. Year. I okay. Mean, it, it, it's been six years mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we'll have some later. We have something um, bigger coming up, but I think we're going to save it for June okay? In, instead of April.
1: All right, for his so, birthday uh, month.
2: We'll see. But, uh, yeah, the anniversary of his passing on April 21st.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, we love talking to you. Thank you so much for making time Thank with you. us. Uh, we appreciate it.
2: All right, keep rocking. Okay, okay, we
1: will. You can follow John J-O-N Bream on Twitter and, of course, read him in the Star Tribune.